1: Warren-USA.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on Warren-USA.com and DanaGlynSmith.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms: Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music. Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Be sure not to miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows featured on DanaGlynsmith.com. Expected end image of Christ. Christianity in America, Persecution, Purpose, and Patience. Christian Discernment, Frog's Folly, Truth. American Social Justice Doctrine. Featured on Warren usacom Mysterious Iniquity, Border Deals, African Caliphate. City Violence, USA Antichrist War Gospel of God, Book of Romans, Part 30 On Sound the Shofar I Will Deliver Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 100 On Battle Lines Warriors of Jesus Christ Gospel, Faith, Persecuted Christians Abounding Hope Book of Romans, Part 29. And do not miss these Warren Radio weekly episodes on the WIBR Warren Radio Advocacy, Wednesday, February 14th. Love of Christ Jesus, Tribulation, Gospel Cost, Christian Faith, Persecution, Advocacy. Battle Lines, Thursday, February 15th, Salvation and Righteousness, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 205. Sound the Shofar, Friday, February 9th, The Word of the Lord, Chosen Generation, Part 5. Sound the Shofar, Friday, February 16th. The Word of the Lord, Chosen Prophet Rising And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy of The Rising by going to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books-A-Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus and Robertson. And The Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danagleandsmith.com, and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchmen.
0: You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com, and danaglennsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn.
1: Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: Great. What's going on?
0: Well, the thing I'm thinking about is it's getting nicer. Yes. You know, and it's not like we had a terrible winter. We didn't. We had cold, really cold this year. But I expect more snow. I expect snow in March and April and possibly May. You know, and it'll be a wetter snow. But other than that, the signs of spring are everywhere.
1: Yes, it's wonderful. So, we're
0: going to be in March. And remember when we used to just declare spring starting
1: on March 1st? I still do.
0: Yeah. Because that's what they do uh you know, and all the the
1: weather, I think it's the weather people to track to have better better tracking of the weather patterns.
0: So they just declare spring starting in March. So, at any rate, whether anybody else agrees, you know, plus that, you know, I hear my lawn calling and my garden calling. So, we got to get that all ready.
1: Yeah, that'll be exciting.
0: Well, we got to get it started, too, right away. We really, I mean, we got to get our plants planted. Some of them plant them in January, but... Yeah. Well, at any rate, we're we're planning uh, Israel and Zion in this uh, particular section.
1: Yeah. This is. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. You ready? Okay. Jerusalem Watchmen, Isaiah's prophetic book, part two hundred and six on battle lines. Jerusalem Watchmen have been set upon the walls of the city. They are to cry unto the Lord and not hold their peace day or night. This is directly set forth by the Lord God to the watchman to cry to the Lord and do not stop until the Lord establish it and make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. This action is one of restoral and blessing. Since the deliverance of Israel, here Judah from Babylon and the 70-year captivity as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride... As Israel, as Isaiah writes, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. The city and the nation along with its captivity are no longer facing judgment, for restoration is at hand. And now back to you. I'll see you on the other side.
0: Okay. Well, I think that uh, when you get into Isaiah, and of course we're in the last few chapters, and these are summarizing up... Um, you know, the prophecies and the victories, after going through all of the judgment, talking about various things, recording various incidents, like the Assyrians at the gates of Jerusalem, you know, and then, of course, the other thing that applies here is that today we see Israel, and she has got a plethora of enemies, and uh, she's got a lot of people who, just absolutely hate israel and uh, they work daily you know to find some way of um, causing issues for israel and uh, you know and then you can look at the christians that are persecuted and in many areas the christians are as persecuted as bad or worse than what the israelis are you know the jews But this latest thing by Hamas has has caused a mess. And so one day, though, you know, although when we read this, you know, this was at the time uh, when Judah is coming back into the land. And a lot of the promises are are to them to be restored. And that's been fulfilled. They came back into the land. But there's a lot of things here that also applies to a further uh, time of Israel when they are in the world and uh, they have safety and they've been delivered totally. Uh, but yet we're, we're not there. Just like, you know, one day Christians won't be dying for their faith. But we're not there. You know, um, America you know is going to get judgment and we're not there yet we, we do have you are seeing judgment on america now relating to what we're doing because it's it, it i've been warning a long time about this but we're you know there's a lot of things we just haven't seen yet you know it's not that you want to hurry up and get there <laughs> but uh so at any rate let's get into isaiah 62 and uh, there's, and this one little section has verses 4 and 5 together. And uh, so verse 4. Thou shalt no more be termed forsaken. Neither shall there, uh, thy land any more be termed desolate. And I just love these names. Thou shalt be called Hesavah and thy land Beulah so and and we'll get into those names but you see when israel was in captivity for 70 years the planning the crops the harvest the city it, most of it fell into disrepair there were still jews in the land to help maintain it but there was you know they weren't doing a lot of uh Planning I mean, it was like the land was forsaken, you know it and it was because they were carried captive and See now today whether you like Israel or not they're in the They're in the land and they have every right to defend it. It's their land matter of fact The whole of that land is is Israel's if you get back to the biblical portion that God gave to uh, Israel And the problem with modern man is they don't recognize God. So at any rate, you're not going to be termed forsaken anymore or destitute. And, of course, the reason they were destitute, uh, you know, their armies were destroyed. Their king was blinded. His sons were killed. And the army was devastated. And everybody went into captivity, including the prophets and uh, except for Jeremiah he didn't he didn't but Ezekiel did you know he went with them to uh to Babylon and uh, th- that's where we get his book Ezekiel and uh, so he, you're not going to be termed destitute and of course naturally that's what happened neither will your land be termed uh... so the first term is forsaken which means destitute now the second term he says is desolate so (laughs) you know neither one of these terms are, are exciting I mean The first one, forsaken, if you're forsaken of God, your land and everything's going to be destitute. You're not going to have food. You're not going to have water. You're not going to have nothing. You're not going to have peace. You're not going to have blessings. You're having nothing. Because God told Jeremiah, don't even pray for them. They were that far out of line of the will of God. So everything is desolate, okay? And neither shall your land any more be termed desolate. means... (laughs) in the Hebrew, waste devastation and astonishment at what occurred. So it goes beyond being destitute. The land is absolutely devastated and the people can't believe how bad the judgment is. And now, though, see, this is what happens when you go through judgment. Now, see, when they hit that 70-year mark, it was time. And they had to believe God to deliver them. You know, because they weren't to stay there forever. And so Babylon ended up getting uh, judged in the process. You know, from the Persian Empire. And, well, at any rate. So you're going to be called Hesavah, meaning my delight. And thy land Beulah, or dominion over, or be the husband you know marry the wife etc and so you are the you are the one that that god rejoices in and uh, you know i mean have you ever thought about god rejoicing over you i mean think about it rejoicing you know when we go to church you know sometimes you can get excited and s- singing There's joy, 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 joy down in my heart. You remember that one? And, uh, but this literally means, you know, it's over. God has forgiven him. He's going to bring him back. And your, your land is not going to be desolate. Now, if you look at the land of Israel today, you know, when they came into the land, they restored a lot of that. And that's part of the blessing of the Lord and if you look at also the the science of of Israel uh, their scientists the jewish scientists of all kinds they're behind in in no nation as far as sciences they're behind no nation as far as uh, you know their military or anything else by far Israel today it's a, for a small nation and man if you well look at the past scientists that were jews so make no mistake, there is a blessing on the Jewish people. You know, even those who who don't, you know, go back into the land. There's a blessing on them just because they're Jews. But there's also another blessing when they begin to take seriously and follow what the Lord wants them to do. So at any rate, so verse 4 talks about that now. You know, the I like the word Beulah, and we've got a little city uh, uh, in our state called Beulah. It's out in the middle, well, it's really kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but...
1: Not really a city.
0: No, well, it, it's, it's, a town. it's a little town, I mean, but it's in a beautiful area, beautiful area, and uh, near the Black Hills, near some other stuff. You know, uh, it, it's just in a beautiful corner. And so, in Romans nine twenty two, twenty nine, 29. And this has to do with promises from the New Testament. So, Romans 9. Paul is talking to the Romans. And, of course, over in Rome, there was a lot of Jews in, in that group. What if God willing to show his wrath and to make his power known endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction? Now, now you see, God was willing to show his wrath to the Jews when they wouldn't do what he told them to do. And the vessels of wrath, I mean, if we look at the Jews, they were fitted to destruction uh, when they went into captivity. But God wasn't going to destroy them all. There was going to be a remnant. And and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he afford prepared unto glory. And and see, this this is even on the Gentiles. I mean it's not just Jews but it's Gentiles you know God endured with much long-suffering the sinfulness of man and it's because of the atonement of Yeshua that we can all be accepted now and he prepared the vessels of mercy for glory but they wound up in judgment so, he, he's the one that's long-suffering that prepared this for a long time. So, <clears throat> verse 24, even us whom he has called. And Paul's saying, even us whom he has called, not of the Jews only, Paul was a Jew, but also of the Gentiles. So, in this little thing that he's talking about, we find that Paul is directly talking about Jews and Gentiles. And you get in Romans 9, then there's even, I mean 11, there's even more discussion on the Jews and the Gentiles. As he says in Hosea, I will call them my people, which were not my people, and are beloved, which was not beloved. Now, you see, the Jews, even though they got in trouble, they were the people of God. They they were picked out from the beginning to be destined for glory and promises because of Abraham. But you can even find the Abrahamic blessings on the Gentiles through faith. Paul even talks about that. So there's a lot of things that correspond here. And so, I can tell you, you know, you can look at this and you can explain it any way you want to, but I'll call them my people which were not th- my people. And see, the Gentiles were not God's people. The Jews were. The Gentiles have been grafted in. And the Jews got judged because of their sinfulness and and not listening. <laughs> Verse 26, and it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, You are not my people, there shall they be called the children of the living God. Isaiah also cries concerning Israel, Though a number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because the short work will the Lord make upon the earth and as Isaiah said before except the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed we'd have been as Sodom and been made like unto Gomorrah and and that's speaking exactly of Israel Israel wouldn't even be there and neither would the Gentiles because they were they were no hope if Yahshua hadn't gone to the cross there wouldn't be no hope to hope for you know, but uh, <laughs> you would not even have one seed. But the seed, if we really want to call him that, and that is, and the Lord does talk about that. You know, when he's talking about sacrificing his life on the cross, and it's like planting, a, you know, a seed of wheat in the ground. You know, a seed that has already been, you know, fallen off uh, you know, The wheat and falls to the ground as if it's dead. It's just a dry seed. And once it goes into the ground, it gets moisture and it comes alive again and it produces more. And so the bush just doesn't provide one seed, it provides lots of seed. So the Lord compared Himself going into the, you know, dying on the cross, shedding of blood and providing the atonement to that exactly that he was going to die and by that act and that putting of his life as a seed for redemption he redeemed and brought many sons and daughters to glory and at the same time he provided atonement for the Jews who had had trouble uh, minding the Lord and even today there are there are Messianic Jews in Israel, and they're trying to win, you know, the regular Jews to the Lord. And uh, <clears throat> and they have a special way to do it. You know, you want to win a Jew, you let another Jew talk to him, a Messianic Jew. And uh, I mean, I've I've had Jewish friends. I've had Jewish uh, uh, Messianic believers as friends. Um, uh, tower and i booth both knew and went to a jewish prophet and his meetings you know and he simply says if you're going to evangelize, evangelize the jews let the let the lord take care of it because it, he will and uh so at any rate so we're looking at you know the restoration here is why this is where it's at and you're always dealing with sin and rebellion and God's forgiveness and always willing to forgive but he always punishes the sin in first Peter 9 and 10 and I like this one this is primarily when we talk about Christians but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light which in time past were not a people but are now the people of God which should not obtain mercy but now have attained mercy and see the whole the whole thing what we're going to be dealing with as well and we have been dealing with is the Gentiles as well as <clears throat> the Jews and Zephaniah six, uh, chapter 3 16 and 17 and that day it shall be said to Jerusalem fear thou not and to Zion let not thy hands be slack the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty and he will save he will rejoice over thee with joy and he will rest in his love he will rejoice over thee with singing. And, you know, this is, in that day, you know, there is coming a day for Jerusalem to really sing. You know, there's there there's coming a day when it'll all be over. There's coming a day when, when Israel and Zion will be fulfilled, when the Jews uh, will be done with the redemption, they will be you know, it'll be Jew, Gentile, male, female. You know, the, the, there is coming that day, but it's also that day that the warfare for Jerusalem will be done. See, we're still in the warfare for Jerusalem, and I seen a video uh, yesterday of Hamas and Hezbollah, and they had the fighters crawling on their bellies in the t- in their. Uh, Muslim temples there as an act of contrition so that they can fight Israel and win Jerusalem. Yeah, they were doing that yesterday on film, and of course that means they did it earlier. But see, they're not trying, you know, to do anything with with Israel and Jerusalem other than get rid of them. The enemies of, of the Jews want to kill them, want to destroy them, want to remove them from this earth. Now make no freaking, uh, you know, uh, mistake about that. And that's the exact same, uh, same thing that is going on with Christians today globally when they begin persecuting Christians in many areas that we've been covering for a long time. The, the devil wants to remove both Jew, both Gentile, Because both of them are tied up in the redemption of Yahshua and God's promises. Make no mistake about it. There's no halfway with these people. And if they, in in America, because of Joe Biden's lackluster, stupid, ignorant, moronic policies, we have got a ton of people in here that we have no idea who they are. And I can guarantee you there will be a lot of people here that don't like us and what are they going to do they're going to plot to take over America that's what they do they plot to destroy Israel and America you're not going to just stand on your own and act like a bunch of dummies in addition to that your pride in addition to that the sins that you hang on to and won't repent and the churches that won't stand up and tell America to repent, we are in trouble in this country. So make no no mistake about this as we go through this. This ain't just some farcical Isaiah prophecy that doesn't matter. These are in-time fulfillment prophecies. And when God tells you that, you better understand that. I'll tell you, I rejoice when I read that. When I look at that and say, and he says... You're not going to be desolate anymore. You're going to be called Hisbah. Hes- and your land, Beulah. You're going to be restored. I'm going to rejoice over you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to marry you. You're going to be part of me. That's real. And if you can't grasp that, you're not going to grasp the gospel either because the gospel is more than just Easter the gospel is more than just Christmas or whatever you celebrate it is the very essence of who we are as Christians because Christ just didn't die on the cross he's not on the cross right now to the Catholics get Christ off the cross he's not on the cross and when you take that blood you're not doing anything other than understanding the blood of the atonement it's through the blood that you are redeemed and it had to be perfect blood of the Messiah, Yahshua, Jesus, who was the sinless son of God. He was the lamb of God that took away the sins of the world. So this is what happens when we get in a modern nation. You begin to think, oh, you know, they don't mean that and you begin to downplay him, and you have Knuckle headed scholars who change everything because they think they know everything and they don't. God has people that is His delight today. God has people today that He needs to work in their lives and He needs to chasten them because they're not right. Because if the Lord came today, they would be found wanting. God is not done with you, Christian. He's not done with you, Israel. He's not done with the lawless. He's not done with America. He's not done with this. This is his world. This America happened to belong to him before anybody else. This is not your planet to screw up. This is not your planet to burn up. This is not your planet to go willy-nilly killing everybody you want. I love it. Jeremiah 32, 40 through 41. And I'll make an everlasting covenant with them that I will not turn away from them to do them good, but I'll put my fear in their hearts, and they shall not depart from me. Yea, I'll rejoice over them to do good, and I'll plant them in this land assuredly with my whole heart and with my whole soul. And they are in the land now. But they weren't in the land. You know, when the Jews returned from Babylon, they went back, they built the temple, they repaired Jerusalem, and they lived in it. When Jesus came on the scene, that temple was still standing during the Roman Empire but when the Lord was weeping over Jerusalem he warned them at that time that your house is left unto you desolate because you didn't know the day of your visitation he told that to the Jews and so it was that when Titus came in a million of the Jews were killed putting down a rebellion and the Jews didn't have the land anymore And they were scattered, went various places. Some of them stayed there. Now today, they're definitely back in the land. And there's definitely Christians. And there's definitely Messianic believers. And we are coming to the end of days. And it's going to all come together. Now in Isaiah 54, 5, Now, Beulah, as we've been talking about Beulah, I'll remind you, it it means married. And here in Isaiah 54, 5 says, For thy maker is thy husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he be called. Now, you see, he didn't say that about is- uh, about uh, Ishmael. This is the seed which flowed through Isaac. The promise did not go through Ishmael. Ishmael was promised a big nation. He had 12 tribes. Isaac had 12 tribes. But the blessing, the Redeemer, and the Messiah was coming through Isaac. And all the murdering that you're going to do. Islam. Ishmael. Now see not all of Ishmael. Are Muslim. You may think they are. But they're not. Matter of fact. There's a lot of Muslims today. That have been redeemed. And we know a major church. In the Middle East. And they're all. A lot of them are ex-Muslims. Some of them are ex- Hindus but they all know the Lord so this thing ain't over the devil's out to kill steal and destroy God is here to redeem everybody and the people that are here Biden administration and the people in America are working to destroy this country to get rid of its independence get rid of the republic so they can make it into the one world order and that's their goal and if they got to get you to eat bugs and everything else to get you to cow town, they will do that. America's on the downhill slide if, unless we can stop it. But in the end, there will be a one world order and there will be controls. And this is going to get really, really, really messy and really serious one day. So in Isaiah 54, 5, you know, remember, Beulah means married. Well, here in Isaiah 54, 5, thy maker is thy husband, the Lord of hosts, speaking directly to the Jews. Now in Ephesians 5, 25 through 27, Husband, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. That he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. And I love that phrase. The washing of the water by the word. I use that a lot. That he might present it to himself a glorious church. Christ loved the church. He's going to cleanse it, sanctify it, and wash it with the water of the word. The cleansing of the Word of God the cleansing of the Spirit of God that he might present to himself a glorious church that is the destiny of the believers we are that church God is not coming back for bricks and stones and buildings and architecture or names or man-made stuff this glorious church is a heavenly work and not an artisan's tool will have touched it. Now that's very important because in the, in the Old Testament, you go back into the Torah, the only way in the time of Abraham that they could really worship the Lord they would make an altar. But you could not use any kind of of a stone to build that altar that had been chipped on or man had somehow tried to change it. It had to be natural stone the way God created it. Then you could use it in an offering to God. So you understand we may have a lot of fine churches, but the church is us and the redemption is serious and it's a building of God it's a hand of the Lord and so is Israel you're not just fighting Israel you're antagonizing the Lord God and Muslim God loves you and wants you to repent but if you keep up it ain't gonna go well with you and America that goes for you too So now verse 5 of all this, see, and we were talking about the Lord, you know, having himself a glorious church, marrying the church. Verse 5 says, for as a young man marries a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee, and as a bridegroom rejoiceth over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And one thing they're rejoicing over is the restoration of Jerusalem. But there's a lot more to this than that. As the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. Now Isaiah 65, 17 through 19. For behold, I create a new heavens and a new earth. The former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. I create a new heavens and a new earth. The former is not going to be remembered. Now remember that. Because there has been teaching that says God is going to remake this world. He's going to create a new heavens and a new earth and he says the former is not going to be remembered or come into mind why not because you're going to be redeemed totally changed but be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create for behold I recreate Jerusalem are rejoicing and her people a joy now see that's not happening today now they can have feasts and be happy but that's not what this this is everlasting joy and peace. A change. See, right now, Jerusalem has blood in it. It is stained with blood guilt and blood in the land. And in the Torah, there's a lot of stuff that God put in the Torah, in the law concerning the blood and the shedding of innocent blood. And how you had to do certain sacrifices to keep the land from being stained with that blood and cursed with that. Because if you didn't handle it, it would vomit you out of the land, the Lord said. And there's also laws regarding murder and killing the innocent. So it's under you need to understand the blood. That's why the devil likes to take blood and play around with it in his in his things when all the Satanists get together. They love blood. You know, they'll drink blood, they'll defile themselves with it because that's what the devil does. I have come to kill, steal, and destroy, the devil says. The Lord said, I have come to give you life and that life more abundantly. He is the restorer, the redeemer. Now, for us, in Hebrews twelve, one and 2, Wherefore seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despised the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now that's where the suffering servant is today. When he came and he was being abused on his way to the cross, you know, the high priest asked the Lord something, and the Lord said uh, in in reference, why ask me? I was in the temple daily teach and ask those that heard me they know what I said and the guard said speak thou this way I'm kind of paraphrasing it to the high priest and he hit him that's the son of God hey you knucklehead that's the son of God what are you doing hitting him He could have called out any, you know, tons of angels. They came by while he was hanging and the Jews were mocking him. That's the shame. His father turned his own back on him. That's the shame. But he was that sacrifice for the sins of man. Nobody else could do it. He took the shame. He took the curse. He turned him around. He died and now his blood covers us because of that. We don't have to follow the law. We're not justified by the law. We're justified by the faith in the Son of God who died for us. For the law, by the law, no man is going to be justified even the sacrificing when they did the sacrificing all of that was temporary it was never permanent only the son of god could die and put that in there to where that was it he will never come and do it again he will never die on the cross again he's resurrected he is the ever he is the almighty and revelation one he's coming back He's got a kingdom, he's going to destroy the wicked, and he gives you a choice in the final part of Revelation 22. You make up your mind whether you want to repent or whether you want to go about your own way. That's where we're at. And so the devil's going to come and throw a little little bit of monkey works in the middle of all this. And there's going to be testing. Testing and there's going to be a lot of death. Now the next section is 62, Isaiah 62, 6 and 7. And I really love this part too. I love it all because this is in the ending of it. Isaiah 62, 6. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day or night, You that make mention of the Lord, keep not silent. You that make mention of the Lord, don't shut up. You're on the walls. We're waiting for the kingdom of God. We're waiting for the restorer to come of Jerusalem. We're waiting for the one who will build up and glorify Jerusalem. Zion, We're waiting for our God and our Father and the Son of God to dwell here. We're waiting. We're living in a war right now. The devil's prancing around as a victorious conqueror. He has taken over America. We've got people so confused they wouldn't know one hand from the other because they are so confused. They don't know the truth, but they are dead set on what they're doing is the truth. We are blinded totally blinded. And I'm up on these walls spiritually. And I'm screaming out, wake up! But make no mistake, I can guarantee you Israel knows about these. I can guarantee you those that study the word over there, they know very well that one day everything's going to be a reality. Now see, these are some good good scriptures and we're running down on the time, but we do have some time. Isaiah 52, 6-9 Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know in that day that I am he that does speak. Behold as it, it is I. Now see the problem with America. Many of them don't know that. They don't know the I am that speaks at all. And they're willing to serve and follow anybody. And many of them are caught up in so many weird things. They're full of unclean spirits. That is what's happening. <clears throat> and it's, And it's funneled right through the internet. That's one way you can get unclean spirits. And we got a lot of filth. Verse seven How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that brings good tidings, that publishes peace, that brings good tidings of good, that publishes salvation, that saith unto Zion, thy God reigneth. Now see that's one of the things as Christians we use that verse right there, preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. For he's the Son of God. He's interested, he's he was born a Jew. and he went to his own and his own received him not but to as many as did receive him to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to those that believe on his name which were born not by the will or the power of man but by the spirit of God thy watchman shall lift lift up the voice with the voice together shall they sing for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion I intend to be there you're going to see eye to eye you're going to have an eye and you're going to look you're going to see the gates of Zion you're going to see the glory of Zion you're going to see the beauty you're going to understand the struggles that that it took to get it there and there's going to be Jew, Gentile, male and female, all will be one in Christ. They shall see eye to eye. Say today, you could drive over to Jerusalem. You could go to Jerusalem, fly over there. And we got three major religions in Jerusalem and yet it, it there's more bloodshed that's been spilt over Jerusalem than any other piece of dirt on earth but that is not the Zion we're looking for the city of God is coming break forth into joy sing together you waste places of jerusalem for the lord has comforted his people he has redeemed jerusalem and he did and this also we can look back that when the jews went back to jerusalem after they were uh separated for 70 years that you know they're redeeming jerusalem again they're going back there so there's a lot of the struggles in the jews and and the fulfillment of the Jews going back into the land after uh, the Babylonian captivity. This is, this is part of the fulfillment of prophecy for the Jews. But there's another, there's another time. There's another Jerusalem that they haven't been to. There's another Jerusalem I haven't been to. I haven't even been to this Jerusalem. But everybody goes over here to this one. A lot of Christians like to go over there. Well, I'll probably never go over there. But one day, I'm going to walk through the gates of the real Zion, the city of God. And as a watchman, I'm going to lift up my voice. And I'm going to sing heavenly songs. And I'm going to praise God. And I'm going to shed every happy tear I can. Because I'll be redeemed. And I'll see other people that I know that will be walking in that line with me. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion. Oh, that's a good song. Ezekiel 33. Let's see how many more we got. We probably aren't going to make it all the way to the end. Son of man, speak unto the children of my people, and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon the land, yet the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchmen, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people; then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not a warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be on his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning; his blood shall be upon him, but he taketh warning shall but he that takes the warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchman see the sword come. And blow not the trumpet. The, trumpel, the people be not warned if the sword come, and take any person from them among them he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman in unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Nevertheless, if he warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, and if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. And that is the truth. somebody needs to pay attention father we thank you for your word we thank you for the hope we have I pray Lord that you would touch those that hear this word give them hope give them understanding and let them know this is not over by far Comfort them. Strengthen them. Guide their steps. Comfort them. And remind the wicked if they hear this. To wake up. They need to repent. And in Jesus name I bind you Satan in the powers of darkness. From this family. I mean from this (laughs) broadcast. from the preaching, teaching, streaming and receiving of this word in Jesus name. Okay, Tower, we got a few minutes here. You could Okay. Can...
1: Well, that was a good show. I like Isaiah. Never get very far.
0: Well, we really did. They were big uh, they were very very important.
1: Well, yeah. I like it. It was good. It will be good to see the Lord and to be redeemed. So anyway, please join us tomorrow for the Word of the Lord, Prophets' Reproach, Part 7 on Sound the Shofar. We want to thank you for joining us whenever you do. It's always a pleasure to have you here with us. We love you. We always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. And please pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us as we pray for you. And thank you for all you do for the Lord God. Good night, everybody.
0: Don't forget to go by our websites at warned dana.glynsmith.com. Listen to the shows, read the articles. And I also wanted to make a little, that—that that is if I can find it here. Did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? Now this is found on our Spreaker.com site where we do a lot of stuff over there. You can become a supporter of the W.I.B.R. Warren Radio. And we plan on doing some exclusive content. And you can play an active role in helping Tower and I to continue producing the content that you love. And so you can go to our main bio on Spreaker. And there's a little yellow tab. And it's marked support. There's a little plus sign. Hit the plus sign. And you can be. You can find out more. So. Become a supporter of Warren Radio. And help us. To reach out. And get the word out. Until next time. Be blessed. Shalom everybody. Good night.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of
0: The Warn Radio.
1: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.